It's Punkadoy Worldwide from SLC Punkcast, Dustin and Chris. And this is episode number two. Episode two, Dustin Punkadoy Worldwide. Here we go. Last episode, uh, we said we wanted to, to, to create some homework assignment for us. And of course, we then went to Punk Rock Bowling and we got all about homework assignments. And so we pretty much just put it together uh, from Japan this t- uh, this time. That's where our journey takes us this time, <laughs> is all, all bands from Japan. And we got to see a band from Japan at Punk Rock Bowling. We're going to play them on this episode. We're going to play on this episode. Uh, and so it makes sense. And uh, stay tuned to the end of this episode as we uh, prep ourselves for the next episode after uh, after a very interesting encounter at Punk Rock Bowling, Dustin. Yes, Chris, you're going to go first. Who'd you pick? Uh, so I went online last night and found some stuff. Ellie Garden. Uh, the song is called Alternative Plans. I was I was looking at people's like top ten lists and stuff, and I was like top ten Japanese punk punk. On I didn't say oi, which I probably should have. We so are punk and oi worldwide, but we're punk oi. But I got a lot of ska. So, so I have for you today a lot of pop punk. Okay, but when I think of Japan, I think of pop music. Well, then that's you went the right way for you. Um, yeah, man, I thought it was a pretty cool song. Uh, it had that slow start, and then it kind of kicks in. Kicks in the highs. It's uh, off their kicks album, in the lows. 11 Firecrackers. Mm. Is this kicking it's up better. yet? Is this where I should crank it up? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Better than 10 Firecrackers. Dustin, there's other punk rock bands from Japan that you and I have listened to and played on SLC Punkcast yes. in the past. I did not want to review any of those. Okay, there's I kind of went the other way. Right. There's a few who were signed by Fat Records that we played, so I was just kind of like, all right, I, I'd rather find something that maybe isn't so much of my wheelhouse um, or that it was like last week when we did Australia I did kind of like a retrospective of punk in Australia right. starting in 77 and going modern whereas here it's just you know look listening to some some lists and and uh, my favorites kind of things yeah, I went with this little list that I put together here for you today Chris, these guys started in 98 in Chiba, C-H-I-B-A. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit different than that if you're looking at in Japanese, but it's going to be like Chiba, Japan. Yeah, I, I won't be able to decipher it for you. Do you speak Japanese? No, I think your phone was speaking Japanese to me the other day. Oh, that's right. I sent you that message. You never, uh, it was encrypted. <laughs> Dustin, what's your favorite aspect of Japanese culture? 
What's something that is very Japanese that you enjoy? Uh, I like their straightforwardness. You know, their their attention to customs. Mm. You know, those kind of things. I like that. Is there, I is, there, that. is there a part of their culture you like? Like, do you watch anime? Japanimation? No. No, do you I've never watch that. hentai porn? Nope. I don't even know what that is. It's... Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Tentacle porn, dude. Okay. Look that shit up. Anyways, what about Japanese food? Do you like teriyaki and sushi? You yes. don't. You don't eat meat, but when you did, sure. Did you like sushi? Well, I still have. I'll get like vegetarian sushi vegetarian rolls, stuff like sushi that. Sushi rolls, okay. Yeah. Um, do you like bukkake? I don't know what that is. Either. Look that shit up too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is my first one. This is the band Cobra. Cobra! Off the album Hello, This is Cobra. Do this you track's like... called It's Up to You. We they, have a... they started as a band in 1982. Uh-huh. They're 82. an oi band. Oi. Oi, oi. They're from Osaka. Some pretty good oi, isn't it? I came across Cobra. We haven't played Cobra. We didn't play him on uh, SLC Punkcast ever. Is GI Joe? Is that? Is it? Is it like GI Joe's Cobra, or is it like Cobra Kai? This Cobra came out like I told you in '82, man. So it's well before Karate Kid. Oh, this album? No, this album came out in 2010. The band started. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And yeah, that's what I mean. But this album came out in 2010. That's cool, man. Dustin, uh, my favorite aspect of Japanese culture is sumo wrestling. I like sumo wrestling. I watched uh, the guy that did the martial arts thing Uh that went around the world. There's two guys. They went around. I watched him do that one. And then I watched Carl from uh, An Idiot Abroad go go to Japan and do some sumo wrestling. I I think it's... (laughs) One of the most fascinating aspects of their culture, these these men who are fucking pampered, bro. They're athletes. They're pretty much professional offensive linemen. <laughs> and uh, I just think it's way fucking cool, man. Uh, I would I would imagine I would have been a pretty good sumo wrestler. I imagine you would have been because you know at my, my fighting weight was about two twenty. Both in the army and you know, like in high school, it's about two fifteen. Okay. So, once been I, but at but at two fifty, I'm like a fucking, I'm still like a stealth fighter. Yeah. 
Dustin, what do we got? Secret Seven line with Shine in the Light. So where'd you find these guys? Uh, again, just fucking doing internet searches of people's favorite punk and pop punk Japanese bands. I like this right here. Turn it up right here. You can tell it's just more modern pop punk, right? Oh, for sure. This still has a good sound. It's I'm not saying the pop I like punk, the sound but it still has a good sound, man. I, I do. I like it still. It's 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 got a good sound. Hey, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I maybe find it more acceptable coming out of Japan that where they have you know a, a good uh, a good culture of pop music. Sure. And baseball. This came off their album, The Sound of Us. You mentioned earlier your favorite aspect of the Japanese culture. And I started talking about bukkake and stuff like that, jokingly. Yeah. My favorite aspect of the Japanese culture is the fact that they take things that are not Japanese and Japanize them. Explain to me this. And so the concept, I mean, it's been around forever, right? When you're on an island, only so much culture can exist, um, uh, you know, on your own. And a lot of their culture is influenced by other places, Korea, China, United States, um, of course, after World War II. Um, and so what they do is they take things like they take something that's Chinese and they'll turn it into something that's more Japanese. Um, they'll take something that's American and they'll make it Japanese. They'll give it a Japanese name. They'll, you know, uh, make it fit in their culture already. So they, they acculturate, acculturate things incredibly well in Japan. And it's one of their... One of their strengths, you know, after World War II, they took on car automobile manufacturing with such uh, a fervor that that you know now we drive Japanese cars all the time. Yeah, here in the United States, and not even think twice about it. Um, so, very cool aspect I think of their culture is that Japanization of things. And here's samples of punk rock, right, where they take something that's very punk rock and they uh, make it sound the way that they want it to sound for their Japanese audience. Right. Um, and it still sounds good. And baseball is a good example of that as well, right? You know, a very American sport done in the Japanese way, you know, where it's loud and, and you know, the, the stadiums, I mean, the food and everything else is very Japanese. But that sport being played is very American, so definitely a cool part of their culture. One of the greatest baseball players ever is Ichiro, right? Right, like the, he like had he had like had three thousand hits in Japan and then came to the United States and got three thousand hits. Like that's right. how fucking good he was, dude. Hideki Matsui, right? Yeah, for the Yanks, fucking had like five hundred home runs in Japan, came to the U.S. hit another five hundred. He's fucking amazing, dude. Um. And only recently, I mean, th- these are recent things, right, Dustin? This is in our lifetime. Oh, yeah, have, absolutely. Have we really seen uh, Japanese um, people, sports people, and entertainers gaining a foothold here in the States? Right. What do you got for us here? Chris, this is Anger Flares. This you went tri- totally with Oi, and I went so totally with... Punk. Punk. How funny is that? Punk and Oi Worldwide. Music for Boot Boys is this track. It's off of Oi Still Fighting. 
You know, Dustin, a part of Japanese culture that I know you are very big into is the Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, just think of that, man. And and you drive a Toyota, don't you? Well, no, you drive now the Ford, don't you? Right, but you uh, were driving a Toyota, Toyota for years. Yeah. Uh, your boy driving it now? Yeah. Right on. Um, so, I mean, all of us, everybody in the United States, we are all influenced heavily by Japan, whether we know it or not. Uh, it's, it's a really interesting nation in that regard. Did you know, Dustin, that in the last, I think it's like in the last 10 years, Jap- or no, last five years, Japan's death rate has been higher than its birth rate? Really? And because of that, they have a 2% unemployment rate. Wow. So of all the people in their country, only 2% are unemployed. And it's because there's so few people trying to keep the same number of jobs. Right? And so they have a, a, a dying populace. So they have a lot of, uh, right now, Japan is, has a, a large immigrant population. But they only allow their immigrants to work certain jobs. So they only allow immigrants to work in like manufacturing or agriculture or I'm, I'm trying to remember all the different areas. But one of the things they're not allowed that the immigrants aren't allowed to work in is retail. So 7-Eleven, you know 7-Eleven, right? 7-Eleven, a corner store, guys. The 7-Eleven stores in Japan, they're actually making them automated. Like 100% automated. Because there's, these are the jobs that nobody wants to fill. And that immigrants aren't allowed to fill. People with work visas aren't allowed to fill. And I'm not trying to say it's like a, a, some kind of xenophobic um, policy. I don't think it's intended to be xenophobic. If it is, it is. And, and, I'm, and I'm wrong for not knowing that. Um, I think it's just, you know, hey... We, you know, that work visa only works for these jobs, right? Manufacturing jobs that are needed, right? Big time need, construction, manufacturing, things like that. Right. So uh, agriculture. So okay. it's kind of interesting. That is interesting. Well, that was Anger Flares. They're from Tokyo. Right now, somebody's listening to this going, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like, bitch, I'm an economist. <laughs> That's right. Wait, what were we playing just now? That was Anger Flares. Now we've got this. No, no, I, the album I mentioned was a, a compilation. It's actually from the album On the Street Again, 2013. That's oh, okay. This is Biss. It's spelled, like, the way I saw it spelled, and correct me if I'm wrong, was like capital B, lowercase i, capital S. That is correct. I don't know why. This album is called Idol is Dead. The a song is I Wish I Was Special. Hey, Muffins. Holy shit, dude. Your dog just, like... Truck stick to my fucking legs, dude. What's up, buddy? Uh, oh, and he farted on his way. Hey, thanks for that. Lucky you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my mouth.
so gross, dude. Oh, what's up, buddy? All right, Biss, Idol is Dead is the album, I Wish I Was Special. The letters are a little bit different in the special, too. Capital S, capital I, and capital L. I'm sure there's something to what's capitalized and what is not. I don't know. I think it has to do with you know. Voltron, Dustin, another thing from Japan that I love. I like the original Voltron, not the redone Voltron. Oh, yeah, the original one's the only one that you and I would even talk about, dude. Right. All right. You want to... Hey, you, a few places you said where the band was from. I did. I, uh, I wasn't able to find them. Okay. They were hard to find. Otherwise, what do you have here? No you. escape. They're definitely from Japan. I can tell from the album cover. This is No Escape. Uh, they are from to- Totori, Japan, Chris. Nice. They're an oi skinhead hardcore band. Nice. This track is called No Escape, No Change. It's off their EP, which was Back on the Streets. No Escape. Check this out. Oi! No escape, no change. No escape, no change. No escape, no change. Pickup. Yeah. No escape, no change. No escape, no change. I like it. I like the bass line there. Drums, it's a cool band, man. God, like the back and forth on on our picks on this are fucking punk and oi. Yeah, it's just worldwide. punk and oi. Punk and oi. Punk and oi. <laughs> what do I got next? Chris, you got a band. See, a lot of these bands uh, that we've been talking about, a lot uh, of them have been around for a long time. I mean, uh, the Cobra, early 80s. A lot uh-huh. of these bands have been around for 15-plus years, some even more. How about Good For Nothing? Good For Nothing has been around for quite some time, man. Uh, let's get this track going. So, Good For Nothing, we've got it's uh, – the song is Stick With Yourself. This is the one we couldn't find it. On iTunes? Yeah, I was trying to find it. They, they only have a few albums on iTunes. This came out in 2007 on 
a looks like a five track EP called That's Stick why. With Yourself. We probably have to fucking have the EP in our hand. But there's a there's a music video on YouTube, yes? Yes. Stick With Yourself. I actually like this track. Their first album they released in 2007, really Chris. Or not, I didn't mean 2007. 2000, that's when this track came out, was 2007. Yeah, I like this song. I, I, I said, like, it's a little yes. bit more skate punk. Yeah. Right? Less than pop punk, a little more skate punk, yes? Absolutely. Right? A little less... Uh, a little less radio poppy sound, a little bit more, you know, your blink and what have you, which is, you know, still on the radio, but maybe not on the... It's less a- Avril Lavigne and more Blink-182. Right. If that makes sense. We played them on SLC Punkcast. Yeah. Uh, they're from Osaka. All right on. Let's check out a little bit of Stick With Yourself. We played them on Punkcast. Yes. But not on POW. Not on POW. That's first time for POW. All right, what do you got here? They're you cool. Get... I, I like it, man. I, I think it was a yeah, cool Yeah, no, pick. no. They're, they're a better, I think they're better than all the other bands I've played. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you said, well, no, no, than I've played. Yes. Yes. Um, the yeah, first one. I, for me, they're more of a skate uh, maybe punk. Maybe the, the than, Secret 7 line. Yeah. yeah. For that's me, right. they're more of skate punk than, than pop punk. To me, those two, That's a, there's a line there. Um, you know, so yeah, enjoy. What do you got next? The Discocks. They released Wait. a single called What You Gonna Do. Well. Chris, what you gonna do? These guys are from Japan. Did you know that, Chris?
Dustin. Another Oi band for me, Chris. We have one more pick each for our venture here into Yeah, the, uh, I went with the band punk that music from went with the band we saw punk rock bowling. They're like a doo-wop band, man. Yeah. They're on Squid Hat Records. Squid Hat They're Records. From Tokyo. They're fun. Yeah. Fun as shit. They're fun to watch. Lead singer knocked his hat off and picked it up, made a prop like the whole time. Yeah. That's like nice dress suit that he right? was wearing. Yeah, nice suit. Um, they were fun, man. They're like, uh, like I say, like a 1950s style, like a Chuck Berry style rock and roll band. So I guess, you know, I don't know how they really fit into punk rock bowling <laughs> or punk rock in general, but I was like, fuck it. They played them in punk They're rock bowling. They're on Records. They're on Squid Hat Records, so I'm fucking playing them on the show, right? Right. Like, fuck it. I did enjoy them. They played like, this track. You remember this yeah, track? Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said... Uh, I really I like how the lead singer fucking he's a he's a character man he's fun to watch he like dropped down on his knees dropped down to the splits and shit he was fucking wild and crazy this song seven 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 it's on the Squid Hat Records label but also this song specifically on that punk rock bowling sampler no it's on its own EP we didn't play either of the two off the sampler oh we didn't play the There's ones two off other the ones off the sampler. Oh, you fuck. remembered this one when we were going. I remember, the yeah. You said seven, seven, seven. I was like, oh yeah, I remember them playing that at the show. So yeah, check it out. It's on EP. So the guy's singing, he played guitar, right? And then the lady Wait, yeah, that was no. there, yeah. she she played the she bass. Played bass, yeah. So this song didn't really show that off much, but she did some singing too. Not yeah. just like not just background vocals or backing vocals, but Oh uh, yeah, no no, yeah, she was in on it too, man, for sure. Yeah. Alright, Chris, I played four oi bands from Japan. But I'm gonna wrap this show up with the ska band. It's a band that uh, tours influential to Authority Zero, a, uh, a band we like. I've actually seen this band. They did a tour, uh, and they were here, Haysmith, in Salt Lake City, yeah. playing with Authority Zero. And I, I even had a Haysmith song on my contribution, and I was like, oh, shit, he already, uh, yours was last. So I was like inputting mine in between yours, and I was like, ah, shit. I had to go back and delete it because I enjoy Haysmith as well. Good band. They are. This is off the album Stop the War, and this track is called Radio. Radio. 
right, Dustin. Chris, these guys are from Osaka, Japan. You notice how like the one band was from Totori? But most of the rest of the bands, at least the ones I could find locations on, were either from Osaka or Tokyo. Big cities. Yeah. Dustin, next time on Pumpkinoy Worldwide. You ready? Yes, tell me, what are we doing? Who we're, where are we gonna journey on the next POW? We're gonna go to Russia! Russia, and why is that? Because there's a story there. <laughs> yeah, so when we're at Punk Rock Bowling, we're at one of the, uh, like, after the club shows, it was on the roof. The direct hit, so it was in between Go Betty Go right. and direct hit and, sitting at the poolside. And we go sit in, like, a cabana, at and midnight. there's this guy there. And he's like, and he starts talking to us. He's like, do you guys like punk rock music? Like, and we're like, yeah. And he's like, and he's like, I am from Russia. Do you know Russian punk rock bands? And we like start listing some. And of course, those we list have like, they're, they're like negative Putin stuff. So we'll talk more about it next time. But I have been inspired. I'm, pr- and then all of a sudden he's like, "I have phone call," and he fucking left, and we never saw him again. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he was a, a Russian spy. And he was a cool Russian spy. He's a cool Russian we spy. Saw, I saw him the next day at the main venue. Did you? I did. Just oh, walking by, we were talking shit. to other people. I saw Let's him. talk about that. We'll talk about that next. So next time on Pow, we visit Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs>